Yo, welcome to a new edition of the Speaker Geek Up Podcast. So happy to be back with y'all today. Yes, you sir. are here with my host, my homie, Tommy T. Tommy is T in, in the, the building. building. Tommy Ooh, T in here. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. And then you're here with me, Steve O. Steve in the building as in well. Thing. In this thing. And also, you know, there's a door over there shut. <laughs> the mad scientist is working. He's not with us this week, but man, the artist formerly known as G Woodbury. I'm sensitive. I'm sensitive about my shit. I'm adding that to the end of his name, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't though. He really ain't. <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> but uh, us together, man, we are the Speaker Geek Podcast, man. We're so happy to be here, here yes, with sir. you again today, and we got a brand new episode for you. Oh, today's episode, man, we're going to, of course, bring you what's in our speakers top five. So get ready for that, as well as the news with Tommy Team. We're going to be talking about everything from uh, the UFC with Francis uh, Nugano and Dana White to Mass, to to, uh, the greatest um, football weekend ever, ever. (laughs) Um, We got a. We got some sensitive situations to talk about as far as Cardi B and is it is Regina Howard? Regina That's, King. Regina King, sorry. Yeah. Regina King's uh, brother. So we're going to be talking about all that. Sorry, plus some, um, oh, son, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> Goodness gracious, man. I don't know. Uh, we're going to be talking about all that plus some um, on today's episode as well as we're going to get into the controversial topic made by WAC 100 about Master P. So we got all that. Plus some today. So get ready, man, to enjoy. Y'all sitting in y'all seats. Mm-hmm. We're happy to see y'all in the home mm-hmm. of the speaker gigs today. And without further ado, man, let's roll, man. Let's rock and roll, brother. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Man, <laughs> I, I, I guess I don't have to ask how your week went because it was like the greatest Super Bowl, I'm not Super Bowl, greatest football yeah. like week ever. Yeah. Bro, like yeah. I like thoroughly enjoy it. Like I enjoy football, like with a passion. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I would sit down and watch team A play team B. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. You I know? mean, we already got one of those in the Washington football club. Man, you know, that's so man. funny. I just, I hope they keep the name <laughs> like that. But I think they changing it to like the generals or something like that. Something yeah, generic okay. like that. Yeah. But anyway, with that. Um no, man, just being able to sit down and watch some football this past weekend, man. It, like, it was amazing. The games were good. This coming weekend, I bet they're going to be blowouts, but we'll get into that later. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll get into that later. Yeah. But, yeah, but, um, yeah, man, the week been good. Can't complain about that. Um, actually, today is my sister's birthday, so shout out to my sister. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Yeah. Happy yeah. birthday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shout out to her, hey, man. The best happy birthday song was the songs off The Simpsons. I think Stevie Wonder was featured the, in it. The, yes, yes. Lisa, the happy birthday, it's your Lisa. birthday. Yeah, that was so hard. Happy birthday, Lisa. Yeah, that was the dopest <laughs> one I heard. Oh, he got a special announcement for you all. Tommy T. What's that? Got some turntables coming. Finally got Clap the turntables coming. Clap it up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh, the mad scientist finna go back into the lab. Absolutely. Once again, man. Hey, man, we ain't never, like, not working around here. Like, right, uh, right. We're always doing something, bro. That's what I love about this family, man. We are always doing something. And we support yeah. each other. Yeah, absolutely, man. That's the biggest absolutely. thing, man. Uh, man, I had a great week. Weekend. Uh, it got... Um, Pretty busy, but uh, I got to the end of the week, and man, I was able to go. I hit I hit Atlanta Friday, watch my Miami Heat play <laughs> ball against the Hawks. Hey, amazing game, by the way. Yeah, amazing game. Uh, even though we lost by two, but man, the the Hawks fans were hype. I had fun with them. Uh, also, shout out to my homie Money Mark Fairbanks. Uh, saw him at the game, man. It's always great when I get to yeah. uh, see somebody. Oh, you did see him? I knew he was at the game, which. I yeah. mean, like, y'all was at the same game. Yeah, uh, I was there with my uncle, and uh, 
he uh I told him I was heading, I was gonna be down there. Cause I know he'd be going to the games. At try. first he was like he wasn't gonna be able to make it, but then he was like, Man, I got some tickets, I'm I'm coming. So uh he also uh shouts to him too, because he introduced me to a potential client. So that's how I was I'm always working, bro. Right. Like, <laughs> it don't matter where I'm at. Like you would think I'd just be like out enjoying some stuff and be like, I ain't working today. No, nah, man. I'm always working. So shout outs to him, man. That hey, that's that whole family thing you're talking about, supporting, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And then after that, man, I did a turnaround trip. You know, we spend the night. Matter of fact, if you are in, if y'all have a chance to go into Omni in the C, uh, CNN Center, they have a sports bar in there that has probably the, the finest lemon pepper rings I ever had. I was skeptical, but I could have been, uh, it could have been part of the tequila that I was drinking because me and my uncle were drinking tequila. Like, it's possible. All day. So, but the, but the but them lemon pepper wings was so good, and uh, I had oysters for the first time too. Oh yeah, and I think I'm gonna keep ordering those. It was pretty good. That's but uh, cool, man, man, we stayed the night. We came back. I hit the Titans game with my other homies. Shout out to Fave John. Uh, man, we had a great time. Even though the Titans lost, it's okay. It's mm-hmm. all right. They they can come sit on the couch with my Cowboys. Who I'm upset <laughs> about still. But man, it was an amazing game. My first playoff game. Yo, the Bengals fans are hilarious. All right. Yeah. They're amazing. Uh, I have to tell you the nickname for Joe Burrow off air. All right. <laughs> 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 that they they said it. It was hilarious. But man, fun filled weekend. And then uh and then and then I hit a pothole and flattened my tire. Mm. So mm. yeah. That's the way to end it. Yeah, that's a hell of a ending. Yeah, so that's crazy. That's crazy, man. Great weekend. weekend, Look, I was like, I was messing with you. I was like, man, Steve is out here having a blast. (laughs) Yeah, live your life, man. My boy Joe, my boy Joe, uh, who y'all frequently hear me talk about on the on the episode, man. He he just sent he sent me a text and was just like, "Young nigga, live your life." (laughs) 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 No, he said, "Live it up." <laughs> right, and that, right. that's what we all try to do, man. Just live it up and enjoy sure. life as much as possible. Um, so, man, I had a great time, dog. That's good, man. I'm glad. Um, with that being said, man, let's jump into this top five, man. Top five, top five, top five, top five. <laughs> <laughs> man, I went first last week, man. You go. All right, I got it. I got it. So to start off my top five, bro. Um, Don Tolliver, after party. Okay. Like, I don't know how I got here. I just got here and I didn't leave. Me and, <laughs> me and Lily was like having dance parties at the after party and stuff, man. It was funny. So um, put that on there. And then uh, I know how I got here, but it's like, mm-hmm. like I was kind of like just going everywhere at this point. Like it was like haywire. But this next one is Ice Cube. <laughs> No Vaseline. I think this is probably the greatest, <laughs> the greatest, most lyrical uh, diss track I've ever heard. <laughs> and the crazy part about it, I didn't hear about this song until Straight Outta Compton came out. So what's that, about I, 44 or five years ago? I thought I told you about this song. No, no never, never even knew this song, song existed. Oh, man. Until Straight Outta Compton came out. And I had to, like, it's like... I've never heard a song this like <laughs> a diss I mean, track this so this so like <laughs> lyrically inclined to be great and specific, specific <laughs> and disrespectful. And then, bro, the 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 thing I love the most about it, he said mm-hmm. their names. I yeah. don't want it to be any type of mistake. <laughs> I am talking about you. <laughs> I mean, look at the name of the song, bro. No Vaseline, yes. No Vaseline. <laughs> like, for some people, they're going to be like, what do you mean? Right. Just, nah, you, you don't know have no Vaseline. Means. But no Vaseline, bro. <laughs> Think about it. Just go listen to the go listen to uh, <laughs> the playlist, man. <laughs> um, the next one is Most Def. Um, what's his name? Yeah, uh, this is Fat Booty. Uh, uh, y'all Bay, yeah. Um, Miss Fat Booty. I was just somewhere like in the atmosphere. I was like, oh, I like this song, and so I put it on there. Big Crit and Rick Ross, New Agenda mm. was the next one. I was just looking for it. Like Big Crit just came out with a uh, a song, so cool. 
or still could want him to. And, uh, you know, his album is coming soon. I don't know when, but it's coming soon. And uh, I was just in my big crit bag and I was like, damn, he did a couple songs with Rick Ross and uh, came across this one. I was like, yeah, I'm putting that one on my top five. And then to uh, round out my top five, man, I got the Fugees, Ready or Not. Right. Um, I got there with, uh, their, they had to cancel their tour for this uh, this album, the 25, I think it was 25 year um, celebration mm-hmm. or something like that. And they had to cancel it. Um, and I just started listening to the Fugees. Like, yeah, I was just everywhere this week. Man, uh, <laughs> if that tour was to come, come anywhere close to me, I'm going. Right, like I saw Lauren Hill. I don't, like, bro. The thing is, is like I don't want to go in there. They be like two hours late. Yeah, like cause I, she I'm was hoping... like that, bro. And like, I don't know what she was playing. I could, I was like, I can't get with this man. I left early. I'm hoping with, uh, you know, with. You know, if she does it with the group, then you know you're gonna yeah. be there a little more in time. But uh, like I've never seen her live, so yeah, I seen her live once, and and it was like I really didn't know what she was talking about. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause she had remixed all the songs. Oh, I don't want to hear that. Yeah, nobody does. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Nobody does, man. <laughs> I want to hear the original joint. And man. she was and she was late, so it was like infuriating off of that. Yeah, like it was it's late so, for this. So, uh, so I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, but yeah, that's my top five, bro. Hey man, that's solid. Uh, yeah, solid top five for the week. Yo, when you say Ice Cube, it always reminds me of the time we found that weird hitting radio station in Chattanooga, <laughs> and it played a bunch of Ice Cube. Yes, yes, and it played the cursive. Yeah, it was cussing too. Like we just came across it. Right. Like I don't know how, but I don't either, bro. It was like, just there. wait a minute. It was like, what what is this? And then we I think we went and tried to find the actual we place. We did. We did on our bikes. Yeah. And <laughs> we went and tried to find the studio because he kept they said the address like plenty yeah. of times. And I don't know why we wanted to go find it. I guess we were just so intrigued. Yeah, yeah. just something and to do. We, man. Uh, <laughs> we got there, and I don't know. We was at the back of the building or what, but know. we saw it, and it looked like that was it. And we was this before GPS, of course. Mm-hmm. So we just went, and we knew what those streets were, and we and thought we found a place, but it looked like an abandoned building. Just building. Yeah. We was like, Nah, that ain't for us, fam. We're gonna keep riding, <laughs> <laughs> man. Mm. Uh, what a story. Yeah. yeah, and it's all true. Freaking uh, <laughs> adventures, bro. <laughs> we did. Facts. We did. Wherever our bikes would take us. Right. These kids will never understand that. No, days. man. Uh, it's not their fault, though. It's not their fault. <laughs> it, ain't. it really ain't. Uh, <laughs> speaking of adventures, man, uh, like I already told you, I have an, uh, an incredible adventure this weekend with all the games that I got to go to and go in between Atlanta to uh, back to Nashville. So, man, my top five definitely consists of a lot of music that I listen to on the way and back. So let's get to it. So the first one on my list is Big Moochie Grape. And this is from the from the Paper Route Empire compilation. Yeah. Uh, if y'all got a chance to check that out, it's uh, Long Live Dolph. So this is one of the first things I listened to because I saw it up on that Friday. And this song here, man, Big Moochie Grape and Dolphy Trust. Look, hard. Bruh, hard. Very hard. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, th- this is my first time hearing Big Moochie Grape. So, and also, you know, when you listen to that, man, you're going is you get in that the mood of Dolphin kind of see that he had a roster, bruh. And they were he was getting them right. So yeah. Hopefully, I'm hoping that they can keep it together and continue to move forward and hope that all of them can get some type of success. It just sucks that, you know, Dolph is no longer with us. Mm-hmm. And um, But after that, man, I want to holler at the, the young homie, man. I really enjoy homie. I really, really do. Young boy never broke again. NBA young boy, whichever one you want to call him. He's got a record called To Who off his new... Uh, off his new uh, I don't know if it's a mixtape or an album 
don't know. But it's a, it's off his new uh because I, I think DJ Academic said his new mixed uh new tape. So it put me in the mind of mixtape. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure. But nevertheless, man, he got a song called Two. It says Two Who, but I think it's Two Ho, uh, of course. <laughs> it's it's banging. Right. This 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 track is hard. I think it's gonna be a single. It's got the star beside it on Apple Music. So yeah. y'all go enjoy that one. And then I came across this record called Nardo Wick. Me or some. And it's featuring Future. And Future I think, goes uh, Baby on there too, right? I think he I think he is. Yeah. So check out this Nardo Wick record. Yo, Future on the Hook. And he got a verse on there. It's going, Nardo Wick is doing this thing. Me or some is, you know, you want to ride around and listen to something that's banging? That record right there, banging. After that, man, NLE Chopper, Too Hot. Look here. Moneybag Yo is on this record, bro. Moneybag go in. Mm-hmm. Moneybag go in, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say that one more yeah. time. Money yeah. bag go in. For sure. Uh, I, but also NLE Chopper, man. I really like his like his energy and all that. The record's fire. It, it's a good one to ride to. Also, um, the last record. I'm going to tell you how I got to this record. Me and my uncle was riding down. And when me and my uncle are uh, get together, it's mostly a lot of real conversations, right? It's like a lot of like, we talk some real stuff. Because it's... It's uh it's amazing. Um, come on, uncle, he's the youngest of the three. And you know what I'm saying? My uncle has such a young spirit, and I, I always love being around him. And we always have these amazing conversations about, you know what I'm saying, progressing and in life and in such and yeah. such. Um, from there. And but this song, like as we're talking, like, you know. And we're always spending some some game back to one another, and you can see the growth between us both. Because because me and my uncle, I figured out well, we are far apart in age, of course. But with him being the baby, we're a little closer in closest age. to each other. Yeah, because I'm the oldest of the you know what I'm saying the nieces and nephews and yeah. the grandkids, and he's the baby. You know what I'm saying he's the, the youngest, uh, youngest of the 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 kids from yeah. my grandmother. So we're like eighteen. 19 years apart, maybe maybe 20, something like that. But we're the, you know what I'm saying, closest up to, of course, I was the first grand, uh, grandkid slash nephew. So, you know, there's always that special bond with the first and like just kind of having them talks. But man, we was talking some real stuff and I can't remember what it was, but mid, like, <laughs> you know how a song comes on yeah. <laughs> and it's like midway and you're like, you you don't mean to interrupt, but you just kind of like that's the jam right there, and yeah. you turn it up. <laughs> yeah, we simultaneously like <laughs> that happened <laughs> in my head. I was like, "Oh, this is that record," and he was like, "This is the jam right here," and he literally like turned it up and like <laughs> we listened to that record, and then we finished the conversation. Yeah, after yeah. it was over. But Fat Joe, Sunshine, the light, and this this one has that uh, classic soul sample in it. Go listen to. This record, I think, I really think this record was underrated. Mm-hmm. I think it could have been bigger than what it was, but yeah. man, this song, this song is fire, bro. Yeah, like I really, really like this song, and but you know, nah, I hear but, you, bro. Uh, this uh, that rounds out my my top five. Uh, also, be listening for the official Speaker Giga playlist, which will be dropping uh, playlist. Yeah, on both Apple Music and Spotify, which will mm-hmm. be dropping on Tuesday. Yeah. And uh, so you can find out what the artist formerly known as G, Woodbury, I'm sensitive about my shit, will have <laughs> on, <laughs> on the uh, uh, on the Speaker Kicker po- podcast for his top five. <laughs> yeah. So be sure to check that out, man. Shout out to G for curating that each and every week. And then also on Thursday, be looking out on the official Speaker Kicker podcast Facebook page. We're going to go live and talk about our uh, top fives. So yep. be checking that out. Check that out. And uh, yeah, man. Definitely. Because we want interaction and then also, man, send in, send in your, uh, what's your top fives as well. Yep. Feel free to comment below. Especially when you see it go up on Facebook or Instagram. And uh, yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. 
do that darn thing. Oh, and check out the playlist too. Absolutely. Because it's on Apple Music, Apple Music and Spotify. And Spotify. (laughs) (laughs) That's too funny, man. Let's jump into this news, man. Um, Let's go. I'm going to start off with Regina King. Mm -hmm. I think uh, this past week, her son killed himself. He was 26 years old. He committed suicide is a more official way to say it. Um, Regina King is just like one of my favorite actresses. Absolutely. I think she's so amazing as a actress and, um, you know, director and everything. So um, just kind of want to send our condolences to her and her family for the loss of their of her son. I'm not going to spend too much time on that, but he was actually a DJ, I think, um, Mm. and everything. So RIP to him and uh, send our condolences to her and her family. Moving right along, uh, let's get into this greatest football weekend. <laughs> like, dog, like these games this week, it was four games this weekend, right? Yeah. And it's like the winners go to the to the uh, NFC and AFC championship, which will be played mm-hmm. this coming weekend. And um, the Bengals and the Titans, the Bengals won. They yes. won by three points. Should have kicked the ball with like four seconds left. Right. One, if you kick the ball, <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Listen, uh, so the same thing happened two other times. So three times yeah. the game was won by a field goal and, uh, you know, within the last four to five seconds mm-hmm. of the game. I think the, the 49ers played on Saturday as like the Bengals and Titans played on Saturday. 19 to 6, the Bengals, 16, the Bengals won. Um, the 49ers played that night, Saturday night, mm-hmm. and the 40, 49ers played the Packers. The 49ers beat the Packers 13 to 10. Yes, sir. Off a of field goal. No Aaron um, Rodgers. The next day, Sunday, the Rams played the Buccaneers. The Rams beat the Buccaneers um, 30 to 27. With a field goal within the last four seconds. Yes, sir. No Tom Brady. <laughs> and to round out the greatest football weekend ever was probably one of the greatest games ever yeah. to be played. <laughs> yes. Um, the Bills and the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Like, I haven't watched the Bills play all season. You know, Josh Allen is the truth. My homeboy is the truth. Yeah. Um, they had two minutes left, and this team scored 25. Like, both teams put together scored 25 points. Yeah. Like, bro, in two minutes in a football yes. game. That's yes. one thing. One highlight that I – that I like, I love it when he does this, is Tyreek Hill caught a bomb and sped past everybody and then threw he up did. the deuces <laughs> right before he scored the touchdown. I was like, Which let's go, Cheetah. <laughs> which should have been called as a taunting. I'm glad they didn't. <laughs> I'm glad they didn't. I'm 50 50 on it because, like, I hate when a game that was so good, like, this was like the heavyweight fight of yeah. games. Yeah. They were going back and forth the entire night. The entire time. The entire time. Somebody score, somebody else score. But, uh, you know, when these missed calls are, when something is like obvious that, you know, is missed. And then, you know, because the whole time it was a big thing about, all right, we got this call now because we don't want that. And, you know, they called it all year, taunting, taunting, taunting. And then you have this game and then it's missed. And it's obvious. It is the most obvious thing ever. And then the next day you're like, oh, he should have been penalized. That's why I was like, you should have just called it then. Don't tell yeah. me next day he should have. We know this. No, I think they should let that go, man. No, they they should. Ooh, my 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 guy. Don't say. <laughs> don't like they should. Like I'm fine with the no call. Yeah, but the next day you're like, uh, yeah, he should have been penalized for telling. No, 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 no. no. Yeah, if you let man. it go, shut up about it. Yeah, like, <laughs> you gotta let that go, man. Because you like you're looking at this man bypass every everybody's running as fast as they possibly could. And this man is just 
Oh yeah, he's out of there. And the fact that it, like it's it's like how Dion used to celebrate scoring yeah. a touchdown. Um, anybody flipping into the end zone. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's a celebration. It's like people like that. Yeah, and it, and it's fine. Uh, my thing is just I hate. I just did. You know, it puts it taints the, the win. Yeah, don't don't yeah. don't talk like, about let it. Go. Let it go. Yeah. No, did you see the play where uh, Gabriel Davis? Made uh, I don't know who he made fall, but it was a cornerback that just like Casper oh, yeah, came around and just pushed him down, man. Yeah, it was amazing. I was, I was like, that's a nice route. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, everybody was talking about that afterwards. Like, good grief. I had like, bro, I replayed it, slowed it down. I was like, I gotta see what this man did. I got a question. What you got about overtime? Do you think I, yes, I was they looking need at to change it? They need to change it. They need to change it. Yeah. I, I was looking at uh, uh, more like listening to uh, 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 it was being played in in a restaurant. I went to this place called Double Dogs. Yeah, uh, went today for lunch with me and my wife after we had a a, a walkthrough, and uh, they were talking about it on the screen, mm. and uh, I was like, hmm, should it be? Emotionally, I'm like yes, but then when I think about it logically, I'm like, well, how will we change it? Yeah, because that was like should have been a continuation and sudden sudden death of where the game stopped instead of the coin flip. Well, it's it's you think about it like this, and the reason why I say that like something has to give mm-hmm. because both like if if the Bills got the ball, like won the toss and got the ball, they would have won the game. Because there's yeah. no like these teams are going back and forth like they were. They weren't stopping each other at all. Well, the Bills were doing a little bit. The Kansas City defense actually stepped up, which was surprising because the Bills had the better defense. But yeah, like at the at the ending of the game, you can tell Bills were playing safe. Yeah, because yeah, like they, they was in a prevent. Like, hey, no, yeah. no touchdowns, no flags, you know, no, no touchdowns. So that's playing safe and. Yeah, but yeah, I, I think they should tweak the overtime. They don't have to, man, because because like the, not giving the Bills an opportunity to even come down and score mm-hmm. is what's hard about that. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I said, man, that was probably the greatest football game I know I've seen. Yeah, you know, like in, I, my, it's, in it's, my time, it's uh, I uh, I was talking to. A gentleman that's much more older than me, and he was saying, "Man, that was probably the best weekend of football that I've seen in since the '90s." Yeah. So it was. So it, it, I <laughs> like think it combined all of us was like this was like the greatest football yeah. weekend ever. So it was a it was a fire weekend. So it's it's like to know that to see that, mm-hmm. and for them not to have the opportunity to answer back. Yeah, Sucks. yeah, it's, it's, it doesn't seem fair, but it's the rules. So it's like you gotta yeah. you gotta live with the rule, but it's like, dog, man, if they could have kept going, you know, yeah. But so, you know, that's these all things that need to happen to to so understand that, that some a change needs to needs yeah, to come yeah, about. Yeah. So 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 now we may see another. But the thing, the reason we was talking about this at work today, the reason why the change is highlighted here so much is because the rule changes that they've put into effect for safety has been um, it handicapped the defense a little bit. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So the defenses are going to get scored on a lot more because of the things that they can't do. Mm-hmm. Anymore. Like basketball. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's like so you make the game easier for the offense, and then when overtime comes, in high in big times like this, because I mean you go into the you playing for the championship, going to overtime, and it's easier for the offense to score. Okay, how's that fair for the other team? Absolutely, I completely you know, so agree. That's what that's what the you know that's why I think the rule needs to change, but um. Great weekend though. Like Absolutely, you man. can't be you can't be dissatisfied. Next weekend, everybody's probably gonna get blowed out. So maybe next weekend, I don't know. We don't got know. let me see, can I pull up who's playing we next got, week? We got 49ers. Yeah. We got porn star Jimmy versus 
We do. Not, not porn star Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, porn star Jimmy. We got porn star Jimmy against uh shoot, why'd you draw a blank? Uh, against the know. against the Rams. Is it the 49ers and Rams? Mm-hmm. Chiefs and we got the Chiefs. We got Mahomes the Bills versus again. the Bengals. Yeah. Chiefs and Yo. Bengals, 49ers and Rams. Look here. 49ers have beat the Rams all season. Yeah. So I'm not expecting a blowout in that one. I'm expecting a heavy game, and we'll see where that goes. And then I'm be honest with you, bro. Bengals are playing. So yeah, they ball. I know Mahomes are Mahomes is Mahomes, but the Bengals are playing. Yeah, they Joe ball, Burrow. Man. I want to say his nickname so bad. Joe Cool. Know what that's what like nah, dude, no, no, dude, that's dude, not the nickname. I know it's not, they but that's, said. you know, that's one of these nicknames. <laughs> this nickname here. <laughs> this terrible. Like okay, <laughs> I'm just tell me later. Just tell me later. Just know I would love to hear the chant of porn star Jimmy versus Joe. Yeah. And I, when I tell y'all very, you're gonna be like, oh my goodness, that's, that's hilarious, bro. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, it's it's gonna be a great. It was gonna. I think it's gonna be another great weekend. Yeah, uh, I hope I, so, man. But looking at that Bills versus Kansas City, I just felt like that was the real Super Bowl for whatever yeah. reason. <laughs> Somebody else said that too, man. It was like, you know, that was the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, so for this we'll season, see. But yeah, we'll definitely see. Um, what else you got, man? What else you got? Cardi B won her case. Yeah, yeah. It's a liable case, but I think it's it's like a character defamation to kind of simplify everything. Mm-hmm. Um. I think she was awarded like a million plus dollars. Well, she's re- awarded up to uh, somewhere at least a million, close, at least a million. And but because of you know the whole defamation, and everything that was going on, it's possible that she could be awarded more. So right, right, right. Yeah. Um, this case was against uh, Tasha K, who's a YouTuber. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and basically, what what happened was she made up stuff about her. Like yeah. she was saying that Cardi B was a prostitute, took drugs and contracted STIs, mm-hmm. among other things. Um, and then admitted that she lied and then yeah. kind of tried to backtrack it or whatnot during the during court. I was like, that's stupid. Um my whole thing is why lie? Man, these folks out here, they want clickbait, man. They want it so bad. And, you know, at some point, man, you got to let your morals step in, man. And you ain't got to do this to Cardi. Like, uh, she suffered, like, uh, during this, she said that she felt extremely suicidal. Mm-hmm. Uh, she felt defeated and depressed. She didn't even want to have, you know what I'm saying, relations with her own husband. So it's, it's, like it's, yeah, it's, man. It's like, be, we be careful who you're talking human. about, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like even though they're, like they're liars, and and most of the people, most of the time, we don't realize it, but we're all connected through social media. We put our lies on online to be criticized in some type of way, some shape, form, or fashion. But mm-hmm. um, at the end of the day, they're people, and Absolutely, a lot of man. people are like, if you, I get it. You got to present the news in a juicy way for people to look at you. Um, sometimes views equal dollars, you know what I'm saying, and stuff yeah. like that. But at the same time, be honest and truthful about what you're presenting. Like, you can always Absolutely. flip a story, but um, is it true? Is it yeah. factual? Or is this something that you're making up, man? And and that's what got um, this lady, Tasha K. I've never, like, checked out her page or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what got her in trouble with that. So shout out to Cardi B, man. Making moves and winning cases and stuff. Absolutely, you gonna talk about her name? Anyway, um, this last one, man, I'm gonna let you kind of handle this one because you this is your realm of things uh, with Dana White and Francis Ngano. Ngano, yeah, I've been saying this man's name right wrong this whole time. It's like when you say Toby Wingay. Man, boy, I be tearing his name up, man. Like the end for whatever reason is is just different. But yeah, so yeah, Fresh Nagano and Dana White. So it it was something that happened. And I caught 
speaking of the night I got, you know, Saturday night when I got my, uh, when I hit the pothole and busted my tire, uh, I was actually headed home to watch the, t- you know, the end of this fight. Cause it, UFC 270 was a stack card from top yeah. to bottom. And it, you know, the main event was Francis Nugano versus up. Uh, and I'm a, uh, no, Cyril Gain. Uh, he's for, uh, another uh, heavyweight and he was the uh, interim heavyweight champion at the time. So you got a unification of the belts with the true heavyweight champion was Francis Nagano and then Cyril Gain, which was the interim champ while mm-hmm. Francis was gone. So the whole time behind this, you know, Francis, the, the narrative behind this, Francis had pretty much, this was like the, I believe the last fight on his contract. Mm-hmm. So the entire time they were trying to, you know, getting contract negotiations done so that they can have Francis uh, back in contract yeah. or whatnot. So, I mean, he's the heavyweight champ. He's right. not only the champ, he's the heavyweight champ of the world. So that's the, that's a of big, world, big role. Craig. Yeah. Yes, sir. So they've been going back and forth. It's been a lot. It's been very heavy and heated and uh, behind the scenes with Dana White and Francis' mm-hmm. team uh, from reports. Uh, of course, I don't know. I'm not there, but far as reports and what I follow. So uh, because and, and basically it comes down to a lot of fighters in the UFC want better pay. Yeah. And like this night, per reports, Francis earned up to 600K. Now, I know you're going to be like, man, that's a lot. Yeah. But when you put that up against boxing numbers, then it's not. Because right. if, if we go back and we look at what what uh and we'll take the Jake Paul versus Tyron Willie. And I want to take that fight just because the Tyron Willie and Jake Jake Paul fights aren't real boxing fights. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, not to be dis- you know, not trying to be disrespectful. It's just, you know, it's different from the actual actual fights. You know, it's more of a spectacle. Mm. But the exhibitions. You know, yeah, extra bit extra bit extra extra yeah, what you say. That's one of those words. Yeah, that's one of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, exhibitions fights. That, you know, I mean, it, hey, it resulted in a knockout, but, you know, you know, you have UFC who have been dominating the fighting world for very, very long. That yeah, are top of where, the top. That's the next, that's where. That's where you go. That's where boxing has evolved to. Uh, yeah, to a certain, to a certain, to a certain extent. extent, as far yeah. as like popularity. Mm-hmm. But if we look at this fight, Tyron Woodley and Jake Paul both got two million. They were guaranteed two million. At least they were getting that's at the least they made. Now what they made on the back end, we don't know, but you know, reports say that they were guaranteed at least two million. Mm-hmm. So you put that two million against that six hundred K, what is that? You know what yeah. I'm saying? For yeah, for your heavyweight champion of the world. So uh, and and it's more than just that, it's a lot of uh, a lot of fighters trying to get more pay. And I know Connor made a lot of money, but of course Connor became a big draw and even fought you know, got a chance to fight outside of the UFC. And that's also a part of this situation because Francis would love to do some boxing before his career is over. Uh, But also he really wanted to fight uh, Fury. And pretty much the, uh, I think he wanted to fight Fury. And then I think there was, there was a talk with Jake Paul's manager. uh, uh, and I don't know the whole basis of that in which, you know, pretty much the UFC shot it down. Uh, they even, I think, threatened to sue him for talking to Jake Paul's uh, manager. So it's a lot going on behind the scenes. They're trying to get this contract done. But basically, you know, Dana White refused to put the belt around him. Dana White even skipped out on the press conference. So it's, it's getting sticky. And, you know, I, I, I love Francis and what he's doing. We got three... Uh, Nigerian champions in the UFC. They're amazing. And I really hope they could get, you know, Francis, you know, back in contract. But give, man, come on, man. Like, I don't know, you know, the the stuff behind it. I just, I think they should be paid more. Yeah. But, you know, of course, I don't know all the numbers. And I like Dana White. I, so it's kind of weird to see all this. So I'm hoping that yeah. they can all get negotiations so, done. So, so it's mostly about the contract. That's yeah. they're not agreeing with. So was he mm-hmm. contracted for this fight as far as like the the purse of six hundred thousand, or is that something he negotiated before the fight, or is that something that was just, hey, you win the title, this is just what your pay is? So this part I'm not sure. This is where stuff gets sticky because I'm not really is know, that usually there. how contracts go though? Yeah, like, you know, you 
you have your contract, say it's a six fight deal. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you'll get, you know, the bigger the fight, the more you get. Yeah. As far as the payout, you got bonuses, fight of the night, all that stuff. And then yeah. you got the pay-per-view buys. But, you know, they only get so much of it. Right, so, right. you know, I don't know where the money's negotiated. Like before, like for each fight, it's the money negotiated. Because you never know when you get, because you can do a four-fight deal and then fight the right people and then be in a title fight, become champ. Yeah, You know, so I don't know where the money's negotiated within there. Mm. I'm sure it is at some point if it's like main event or whatever. But... You know, I guess, you know, that guaranteed money is what they're looking for. Was he was he like a well, I guess you don't don't really know, but the question I was gonna ask was, was he like a top fighter when he got into this contract? Uh, yeah. He was? Yeah. Basically. Oh, okay. Uh he you know, he wasn't the champ, he but wasn't he's the been champ, in, but he he's been in multiple well, I ain't gonna say multiple. But he was on the rise. Yeah. Like you could uh, you he, saw he, that he was he already was, there. Like everybody, like it's you just fought a for Francis was a big deal, and it was yeah. just a matter of time. Like his first fight against the the former champ, uh, and oh man, I hate I, I just heard you just been running through knocking people out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, real deal. Like Francis, when Francis fights, you watch. Uh, he's only had one fight that was like that. Everybody pretty much was like that was a bad fight, only because there was two powerful heavyweights, two knockout artists who didn't want to. Who was like, <laughs> you ain't gonna knock me out. You ain't gonna knock me out. You know, it was kind of, <laughs> you know, uh, and it was slow. But other than that, most times his fights are exciting. He's knocking you out. Yeah. Period. Uh, and, you know, uh, this night he didn't knock out uh, a serial game, but he also added to his, uh, his repertoire, which was wrestling, which, yeah. you know, he came out and he did amazing. But the story, look into the story of Francis, man. He's came from a lot to get to where he's at. He's definitely an inspiration. And man, I, I really want to see him. I want to see him get paid, man. Yeah. Uh, but also, I know. My I know for the year. Get paid, young. Get paid. <laughs> get um, paid. Whatever you know do. That, <laughs> <laughs> whatever you do, don't forget to get the money. Um, <laughs> I see some reports that said that the. About something costed seven costed him seven million uh, regarding this fight. So I don't. I'm wondering what that is. I haven't had a chance to read up on that. But yeah. Nevertheless, man, looking at Francis Ngannou, man, he's amazing. Definitely. I just I, I want people to get paid, but I understand there's a business aspect. But if you got multiple fighters within your organization that w- want more money, then there's something going on there. Yeah. Um, but we'll see what happens. Got to pay these folks, man. Yeah. But you know it's business too. So what's the other side? Yeah. Of, you know. But no, nah, yeah, feel you. we'll see, man. But man, I hope Dana White's team and Francis's team can come to something. Yeah. Because I don't want my guy to go. Where would he go? Yet. Where would he go? Man, anywhere. Like, like I mean, like, is it biggest... something that's other than UFC? That's yeah, yeah. He can go to Bellator. Uh, he can go to boxing because that's something that he wants to do. He's still young enough and talented enough to do that. So, you know, and he's like, he would be one of the biggest free agents ever if they couldn't get this done. Yeah. He'll be, everybody would want to get him. So picture, you know, that's, that's basically USC dropping a bag. Bag, bag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That sucks. Yeah. Um, yeah, hopefully they figure it out, man. And this man can do, get, get pay what he need to and Fight who you want to fight, you know? Yeah, man. Um, Let's get into it, bro. Let's go. Speaking of fights. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's eventually going to fight this, man. I tell man. you that. Somebody <laughs> did already, didn't he? They did. And I think he I think he actually <laughs> bodied them, too. Did he? Well, not. No, nah, not whack. I think whack bodied them. That's what I'm saying. But, yeah, yeah. I think I, I don't. I remember it, but I don't remember what happened in the fight. <laughs> I don't know. I just remember somebody was, was chasing somebody. So yeah, yeah. Anyway, so. Whack One Hundred Man was talking mm-hmm. about Master P, and you know how Master P is a uh, protected gem in many households. That Not just many households, <laughs> Southern community <laughs> as right. a whole. As a whole, like you don't mess with Master P. No, or man. no limit, but WAC 100 basically was saying that 
um, comparing. He basically said Master P is broke and he has 20% of the amount of money that Nick Cannon has. He basically was saying that based off the fact that he was saying uh, Master P was trying to give Nick Cannon advice on business. And yeah. we all know, we all know, like at this point, Master P has become a mogul in, in multiple business, uh, a serial entrepreneur. Yep. Um, with multiple businesses and, and everything like that. Um, WAC 100 was bringing up the fact that um, for those that are listening, if you want to follow along, the article is on vibe.com. So, yeah, um, we have two articles. One where Matt, where P responds to this, which is on complex. And then, but the one that we're talking about, this one's on vibe, uh, vibe.com. So, yeah. Um, WAC was saying, referring to no limit, uh, him selling all his, uh, his masters. So he don't own his music mm-hmm. um, because of uh, him filing bankruptcy in 2003. Um and stuff is like just bringing up a bunch of uh irrelevant things like throughout this whole then he brought up Birdman, like how he don't have as much money as Birdman and how he wasn't as successful to keep his money. Um mm-hmm. like Birdman did with, with cash money. My yeah. question is, first off, who is WAC one hundred? And so, why is he uh why is, why he is so his important? opinion? Matter, matter. So, WAC 100 is a manager, uh, and I'm gonna <clears throat> bring up everything it does. He's managed a lot of people, but not only that, uh, we we do have to go back to, you know, what I'm saying WAC has a very interesting story as well. From, you know, from uh, from a, a a big time blood game member allegedly. To you know, saying going to jail to come to you know, saying becoming a, a force within the music and in, uh, industry. So you mm-hmm. know, saying big time music mogul who's you know, saying goes back back pretty far, <laughs> pretty yeah. pretty far, and has done. He's really done a lot within the music community. But you know, recently now, you know, now he's the you know he speaks out a lot now and talks a lot about. Everybody. Most time, it's a lot of controversial takes. Uh, I think we covered him talking about Nipsey a while mm-hmm. ago. He's talked about Bobby Smurda most recently, and now he's talking about Master P. And you know, he, he's really he he knows everyone. He has figured out a way to stand the test of time. I mean, he's managed acts such as you know the game and mm-hmm. uh, Blueface. And you know, saying a few others, so <clears throat> his uh, it, it, so that's one reason why why even though wax what he says is very controversial and it will get under your skin, yeah, he does have a track record of of success within the music industry. So yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I you know it's it's like what he says has validity validity. In a sense, like him saying Nick Cannon has more money than Master P, possibly. I'm not gonna say that he doesn't. I don't know. I ain't look up their net worth and I ain't in their pockets like that. But Mm -hmm. um, for the man to give out business advice, I don't think he was like, like it, it seems pointless to even talk about it. Yeah, it's it's one of those things that you're kind of like, why wasn't it just a, you know, why was it, why is it even a conversation? Yeah, because I mean, why bring this up? And I, I kind of look at it and be like, well, you know, I didn't see the interview as a whole, which I want to go back to see, and, yeah. and why was this even brought up? Like, I mean, I don't really care that much that, you know, P was giving advice to Nick Cannon, but I kind of, yeah, I don't think it's newworthy enough to really comment on. Right. But, <laughs> you know, now that it's here, it's kind of like, huh. Right. You're wondering like, is, what, like what it was that you were uh, like trying to gain from that. Because you think about it like this, um, 
if a crackhead told you not to do drugs or not to smoke crack because of X, Y, and Z, wouldn't you heed to that advice? I don't think so. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, like you, you seeing this person, and you see him smoking it now. No, I'm saying if you see this person <laughs> and see what this person is going through and seeing mm-hmm. the mistakes that this person has made, that's the that's the thing of life. Yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying is. like you support, like you you would tell your son just like I would tell my daughter, like, hey, don't go this way. It's better this way because mm-hmm. I've been that way and I had I had to do X, Y, and Z. But if you go this way, you'll skip X, Y, and Z and you'll get here and then you're able to keep going. Yeah. That's absolutely. the way I look at Master P talking to Nick Cannon about anything. Yeah, because at the end of the day, whether and that's something, and this is interesting, it's something I didn't even know. I didn't know that Master P had to sell his uh, sold off the Masters to No Limit. Uh, uh, I, would, I would imagine that he did because I mean like in business, in life, we're going to make mistakes. Yeah, absolutely. And to get around those mistakes or figure those mistakes out, we might have to sell like some stuff. Yeah. Um, so I I didn't know that, but that right there makes it even more interesting about Master P because yeah, he doesn't own them, but he still has stood the test of time and is still here, yeah. still in front of us and you know, still finding ways to make more money. That just speaks to the hustle in them. So yeah. why wouldn't you want advice from Master P, someone who has, you know, saying fallen and risen like each time he's fallen? And we've right. all seen a documentary about No Limit. We've seen what they went through. We've seen the mistakes that P has made. We heard early Master P songs. Yeah. So like we heard it when Master P really couldn't rap. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like you know what I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. what is he talking about, Master P? So it's like, I, I get what, like, I get what Wack, it, it, I get what Wack is trying to say, but at the same time, it's like, man, like, why? You know what I'm saying? Like, because yeah. at, at a at a point when we're reading this, it's like, man, do you have an issue with P? Right. Like, it was like a personal attack. Like, that's what it seems. He's like, broke. Yeah. He don't own his masters. Like, it, it's he almost like. Yeah, like, like he, first he, off, why he, do you why do you know all this stuff about this man? Like, why is this important information for you? Now, I think it's it's important to know, you know, stuff historical to learn from. Uh, but I, I just, you know, I, I would never use it in this sense. Like, especially if I don't have a problem with you. I mean, it, it poses for great conversation, kind of, you know, to see. Yeah, like, like if I was talking to him. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like it's it's the information. Like if it was information that me and him were talking about, and then you know, well, how do you keep from? How did this happen? And how do you keep? How can I keep from this happening to me? Or like, how do I set this up and stuff like that? That's mm-hmm. important to me. But yeah, absolutely, me talking to you about him, that's not important. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I think it was a little harsh, but looking at what Wack One Hundred does. He's always like that. And, you know, I, I, yeah, because I, I think he said something about Nipsey being yeah, a legend did. if he, like, wouldn't be considered a legend if he was still alive. Yeah. I think that's what that's he said about Nipsey, something like that. But listen, before we get too deep into WAC 100, let's talk about um, Master P's response to that, because I think that's a, a the response to it was important. To, mm-hmm. In my eyes, because it takes away all power of what he's saying. Absolutely. And it, it was very important. And, and what he said, I have a, if you all want to check out the complex interview talking about, you know, where, for one, they said it looks like he responds back to WAC 100. I believe he did. But, you know, looking at what he, what Master P said, he said, we've got to, we've got, we've got a lot of love and respect for each other, Master P shared. We discussed this. Uh, oh well, hold up. Actually, this was him talking post. about Nick Cannon. This is the response. It is okay. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, he said that we discussed this a uh, couple months ago. The three types of people: poor-minded people think and talk about money; rich people collect material things; and wealth wealth-minded people produce ideas that create success. Uh, the Bible says our people 
perish from lack of knowledge. As a culture, we have to stop comparing, self-hating, and tearing each other down. Let's educate and empower the next generation. So I, I think that that right there takes all steam out of what he said because it's, it's absolutely correct. And and that's pretty much what we're talking about. Like mm-hmm. P, like you you say all this stuff about P don't have, you know, the money you think he have. P don't have more money than Birdman. P success or whatever. But like I said, you know, like I just said, he stood the test time. He's still in front of you. When you see Master P, he's got plenty of respect. And I don't care if he's selling noodles or selling his shoes. He's selling something. Them shoes ugly, bro. Yeah, I ain't rocking with him. <laughs> but that's beside the point. <laughs> Someone is yeah. <laughs> somewhere. But he's empowering people to continue to move forward. And these are inspiration in themselves. So, you know. Bro, I'm going to be totally honest with you, man. Master P is a person that teaches you what it truly means to hustle. Yeah. Like I always, you know, hustling growing up was a was a negative term. You know, mm-hmm. hustling growing up was like you selling drugs out here, you hustle. Hustling now has changed this whole attitude and it, it means working hard essentially, you know? And yeah. Master P's whole if you sit down and listen to his interviews, and stuff like that. He's always talking about how to make more money, mm-hmm. how to like not the ins and outs, but he's always pushing do something. You know what I'm saying? If it's a product out here that needs to be sold, I'm selling it. You know, mm-hmm. because I'm out here trying to provide, and I have to continue to provide. Now yeah. you 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 take that on a level. Not from like you look at his level, it's like a celebrity status, right? Mm-hmm. It's easier for a celebrity to be like, Hey, I have this product because their base is much bigger. But you you shrink that down to a normal, a normal person. It's like, all right, Master P said I could do this product, you know, I can sell pins. So yeah. I give me a bunch of pins, put it, you know, put it out there and I sell pins. Sounds easy, but he's just encouraging people, hey, get out here and do something. Yeah. This is how you survive. Absolutely. You know, and, and really, it's nothing wrong with that. No, yeah, absolutely, absolutely not. Yeah, you made some mistakes and, and stuff like that, but he's just, that's his message. Yeah. So, you know, what's wrong with P trying to help somebody continue to keep, you know, what they got? Because, you know, people, and went through what it went through. But, you know, it, there is a, another person within this, which is Nick Cannon, which, who actually expanded on his feelings. Uh, yeah. Because, you know, Nick, I guess this all seems, you know, Nick has went through a lot this year. Nick Cannon is getting a check. He is. But let's, he also, let's, not, let's not like the validity in what WAC 100 was saying was true about Nick Cannon getting paid. Yeah, but <laughs> I know, didn't know Nick Cannon was like damn near 50, though. Is he? Yeah. I have to look that up. I didn't know. Uh, but, you know, he went through a lot this year as far as, you know, of course, the loss of his son and, and yeah. so on and so forth. But, you oh, know, no, he's he, just 40, 41. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know. That's damn near uh, 50. That's closer to 50 to me. Nah, that's all. Anyway, I mean, go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> No, um, Mariah Carey's 52, though. Boy, well, that's Nick a Cannon, dream right there, boy. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, man. I'm sorry. I get sidetracked. Uh, Squirrel, that's what it was, man. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to check. Yeah. 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 Uh, but, so Nick Cannon actually expound on his feelings in an interview with people. So he was saying that we were having a quality of life conversation, Cannon says. We have had the existence where he would have had to live in the hospital hooked up to machines for mm-hmm. the rest of the time. This is him talking about his son from someone who's had to deal with uh, chemotherapy before I know the pain to see that happen to a two month old. I didn't want that. I didn't want him to suffer. Uh, and that's just him kind of, he was expounding about, you know what I'm saying? What he's went through uh, this year. So Nick's been through a lot, and I think this was just where I think he just wanted to give some advice to help. Um, you know what I'm saying? To 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 help out, man. And I think 
Yeah. And this whole conversation with Wack 100 took place in the clubhouse once again. I ain't been in a clubhouse so long. I may need to go back in there to see what's going on. <laughs> but uh, I forgot about that. Man. Yeah, it's kind of sitting dormant on my iPhone. I don't know why I just stopped going in. Yeah. It got it started getting on my nerves because there was a bunch of notifications coming through. Yeah, but you know, I think at the end of the day, if Nick Cannon has no problem with it, then I don't think any of us are. <laughs> have the right to say anything about right. it. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm not in the conversation and Nick Cannon is fine with the advice that P gave him, and that's the advice that P specifically wanted to give him, and Nick Cannon is fine with that, then I really have nothing to say about it. Right. You know, and I, I think a lot of other people should, too. And I get what Wack was coming, coming from. Yeah, Nick probably does. Yeah, uh, P probably... You know what I'm saying? Can't stand up against Nick on a bad day. But at the same time, I ain't the RS. He's not trying I don't know to. what's in nobody's pockets. And it doesn't look like he's trying to do that at all. Right. You know? So I go back to P and what he said, man. We got to continue to team uh, to to. We got to really stop the comparison. Mm-hmm. I think social media is a big part of that. But we, we got to definitely stop comparing. Stop the self-hate and tearing each other down. There's really no point. I, I just say, man, I'll... Uh, I can't tell Wack what to say, but I think that was a moment where you just like, man, good. You know what I'm saying? Good for him. I hope you see, you know, I hope the the, the advice works or mm-hmm. doesn't work, but that's, you know, conversation within him. So, yeah, yeah, that's my take on it. Yeah, I got the same sentiment, man. It's it's like, you know, you hear these things and you're like wondering, like, what's the, what's the issue? I just started reading or listening to, you know, I do the audible thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I just got a new book, uh, the subtle art, the subtle art of not giving a fuck, uh, yeah. by Mark Manson. I've been wanting to read this book for the longest, and uh, finally got it. And like, it's true. You shouldn't care. Like that's where that's where we make the mistakes at. Like comparing our lives with other people's lives, and and what people got and what people don't have and stuff like that. And so mm-hmm. as a people, as a race, we should, we should um, not want to tear each other down as much yeah. versus like everybody out here getting paid. Like you're going to make mistakes. I'm going to make, I've made mistakes with podcasting, with uh, YouTube and with just 3M media in itself, you know, plenty of mistakes. Um, but you just got to learn from those mistakes and be able to pass on that information. And I think that's Master P's biggest message is being able to support and pass on information to younger generations, younger people, um, peers, and all those good things, man. So um, that's why I think that's what Master P responding the way that he responded. Um, that's why it, it was important because like it's it's almost like Wack One Hundred is a bully, you know, and Master P kind of stands up to that bully and makes that bully's words um, lose its power. Yeah, from what he said. So um, that's why it's important that he that he responded. I think um, that's all I got for that man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ain't really much no, more to to say about that whole that whole thing. Nah, not too much. The only thing I, I want to add is is I wonder if Wack just doesn't know how to cause because it seemed like barbershop talk when he yeah. talks about this stuff and doesn't, you know he just toes the line, man. A little I wonder too is much. it a, is it a uh a relevancy thing? That or does he just not know how to Communicate in a less controversial way, <laughs> maybe. You know, because uh, some of the stuff you're saying, I mean, it, like it may not be true. wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm saying it's not like wrong, it's, it's but like, <laughs> is it necessary? You it's mean, valid. You know, it's a, it's it, a valid opinion, man. Yeah, it, it's valid, but is it necessary? Yeah, you know, because you know, because the thing he said about Bobby Schmurder, and, and I'm gonna leave it at this. He was talking about his dance. Yeah, his dance looks silly, man. Yeah, but it's getting him attention. Yeah, Bobby Smurder is out here having a good time. <laughs> Bobby Smurder is enjoying his life. Right. <laughs> he's he's out of jail. 
whatever. He's, <laughs> he's getting paid and enjoying his life, and you know, yeah, his yeah. dance does look silly, but hey, yeah, let him, let him, you know, let him have so, it, man. So, yeah, anyway. and also, yeah, it probably is rather see. It keeps him in the in the light. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's all I got, man. So, yeah, me too. All right. Well, let's uh. <laughs> Let's bring it on home then, I guess, guys. Hey, once again, thank you for listening to another episode of Speaker Geekers Podcast. Um, if you haven't already, please go subscribe to the channel on YouTube, 3M Media Studios. Um, follow us, um, not follow us, but subscribe to us on wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, follow us on social media, um, Instagram and Facebook at Speaker Geekers Podcast. You follow me on Instagram at I am Tommy T the third. You got Steve at the great Steve O Steve. And you got G at Barry made of wood. Also this Thursday, like we said, we're going to go live and uh, discuss the, the podcast playlist from mm-hmm. this week, pick out a couple of songs, talk about how we got to these songs and stuff like that kind of chat with you guys. So uh, join us then um, time will be, announced so stay stay close to the page and we'll announce the time and everything like that um yeah did i miss anything steve nah that's yeah, everything that you got anything else to add mm. no not really not, <laughs> not, really. not this week besides this week. hey if y'all have a good chance go to a playoff game um, oh yeah man yeah go to a playoff game it's it's an incredible experience and yeah, man, go to that and tell <laughs> and somebody then, to shut the fuck up. <laughs> that's what Jesse should have said to Busy, man. Goodness man, that's gracious, what he should have said. Stuff, oh, man. Man. Suck, man. That's that's just yeah. terrible. Yeah. Anyway, I'm out, man. Peace. Peace.